welcome listeners to the Changing Lanes podcast, brought to you by Road to Change Coaching with me, Janine Georges. We have developed these podcasts to help you find the strength, the courage and determination to switch into whatever lane necessary to get you through this thing called life. So if you're ready to outrun adversity, let's begin. Listeners, welcome back to episode 13. And believe me, there is nothing unlucky about this episode. So how are you all? How has your few weeks been since the last episode? If you remember, I said in the last episode, we didn't get time to do any feedback. So I'm going to just pick out some significant things that have been sent to me. So a feedback from episode 11. We had Christiana, hopefully I'm pronouncing that correctly, from Slough who said, I love listening to you on Mondays, Janine. You always motivate me. I take something away every time. I always struggle with being assertive at home rather than at work. I come from a very strong-willed family and am known to be the one who is quiet. Sometimes I get frustrated, so I will try to value myself and be more decisive and I will let you know how that goes. Ah, so thank you very much Christiana for that. Thank you so much for sharing because I know that must not be easy. And yes, you know, you've hit the nail on the head really. That's exactly what you need to do. You do need to be more decisive. The challenge that I see there with you is that you're allowing others to take away your voice. You're allowing them to take away your opportunity to assert yourself and let them make decisions for you. So please do make sure you keep in touch. In our last episode 12, we were very grateful to have cognitive behavioural psychotherapist Nabila Elzanati in to talk to us about challenging uh, our negative thoughts to help improve our mood. So who is yet to try those great steps that Nabila gave us? So we spoke about what it means to have negative thoughts and some of the tips and techniques that she suggested was catching those negative thoughts and how to distract yourself while you're having them. It was such a good show, amazing show. And it was actually just nice to have someone else in to have a little laugh with and to, to conversate with so I don't just have to hear my own voice. So what negative thoughts do you have and what did you take away from that show? Really, really want to hear about that, listeners. So please make sure you feed that in either to janine.georgia road to change coaching.com on our instagram on our itunes page soundcloud there are so many outlets that you can drop us some information and feedback and i would be very very grateful so this week listeners we are back with what i think will be my favorite episode do you want to know why we're talking about being honest with ourselves and keeping it 100 for those that don't know that expression actually means keeping it 100 real and honest and truthful so when we're talking about being honest i mean being honest with yourselves living a life that is true to you, taking constructive criticism without being offended. We're talking about your integrity, your beliefs, sincerity, being authentic, living by what is and what is not acceptable to you, your morals, your ethics, all of those things. There's so much to cover in just one episode and we don't have the opportunity today to dive into them all. But what we can do in this show is firstly define honesty as and when you speak the truth and act truthfully. I have various little cousins who were under eight and nieces who would say honesty means you don't tell a lie. (laughs) Bless them. And if they would say if they took that last Haribo, you can't say you didn't. And yes, that is a part of what it means to be honest. But it's a lot more than just not lying. It's a lot more than just about telling the truth. It's about being real with yourself and others about who you are, what you want and what you need to live your life, your most authentic life. 
one thing I can give to those who are younger than me, under 25s, and even for those who are my age and above, because we are always learning and developing, is that although we hate the thought of growing old and aging and changes to our body and all of that good stuff, one thing that is comforting or that should comfort you listeners to know is that with age really does come wisdom. It allows you to understand and appreciate yourself more and live true to yourself. Now, some people experience this from very early. And to be honest, some people never have this experience at all. But if you know what I mean, then you know there is a point that comes in life where you are unapologetically you and you are true to yourself. You don't try and imitate someone or try and be someone that you're not. You don't pretend to live a fake life or to keep up with the Joneses. For me, I can say I grew up in a very honest and blunt household where you can never get too above yourself not even just my initial household. I'm talking about my aunt's house, my dad's house, my grandparents' house. Now, I am from a Caribbean background, Jamaica in particular, which is probably the worst. And you were used to getting truths thrown at you for free growing up. I couldn't walk into my grandma's house without the first few minutes her telling me how much weight I had put on, how tired I look, how my dress never looked good. Or if I posted a picture on social media, my mum would be the first to tell me that it didn't look good and I need to take it down. That the words I said or the quotes I posted were morally incorrect or it was wrong. Or what did I mean by that? And if I thought I was too nice, she would be the first person to tell me and bring me right back to reality. And no, I never always listened as you don't when you're growing up, especially when they come in quite fast paced. Even if I had a boyfriend that wasn't right for me, my family, mum in particular, would let me be for a little bit. She'd let me enjoy it. You know, I thought, oh, she actually likes him. She's not said anything. But hey, they literally can just bring you straight back to reality and burst your bubble. But do you know what? They were all right. And you can say whatever you want about the truths that I've received or the truth that you've received. But there was always a balance because the same people who used to give me the truths were also my biggest cheerleaders, my biggest fans. And sometimes I did need to make those mistakes, but you have to in order to grow. But, you know, it kept me grounded. It kept me true to myself. And, you know, I still may fall off now and then, but that has been embedded into me. And now I'm lucky enough to have a tight knit group of friends that also keep it real with me and we keep it real within our group. And as a result, listeners, I would say that I'm someone who carries myself with candidness, which reflects my thoughts and feelings. And yes, at times, I've been candid to a fault, but I'm nowhere near as bad as my mum. I've learned how to define it, how to make it more constructive, and at times even just keep it to myself. But overall, I can tell you that I live with fulfillment in my heart because I am true to myself and I have no regrets. I believe candidness, openness and honesty has benefited me more than any other quality that I have. People know me, especially my friends, and they would say that I'm the realest friend that they have. What does being honest and true in life look like? Listeners, honesty is going to take you places in life that you never could have dreamed of. And it's the easiest thing that you can practice in order to be happy, to be successful and to feel fulfilled. Honesty is a big part of my foundation and my core values. To me, it cuts through deception and deceit and lies. And I believe that if there were more genuine people in the world, the world in general would be a much better place. Being the real authentic you is the only you that you're supposed to be. Now, yes, I know it's not a perfect world and almost all of us engage in some form of self-deception or small little denials that, that remove unpleasant evidence of things that we're trying to forget. 
but apparently small snippets of self-enhancement are a good thing. Now, for some people, men and mainly Jamaican men in particular, I am talking about small snippets, okay? Not a completely double life. That's not okay, all right? Now, I am the queen of exaggerating some truths. If I'm really 20 minutes away, I'll say I'm five minutes down the road. If I had a small piece of chocolate, I'll say I probably had about two bars. If I walk for 10 minutes, I'll be like, oh my gosh, I walked for 30 minutes. I was sweating. Oh, my legs are killing me. I didn't think I was going to make it. I thought I was going to pass out. But did you know, listeners, that slightly overrating ourselves seems to be psychologically healthy? And I quote, I'm not just making this up, I promise you, self-deception alleviates stress, benefits relationships, Mr. Georges don't even think about it, and makes us more resilient by sheltering the ego from the storms of reality. And even in recent years, cognitive psychologists have gathered evidence that self-deception is a basic feature of the human mind. I should have got in Nabila Elzanati for this one, seeing what she would have had to have said about that. And you know, I can believe it. I can believe that there are some advantages to deceiving ourselves, small deceptions, including, and probably a main one, appearing more confident. Now, there are so many reasons, listeners, why we should aim to keep as honest as we can. My first reason is that the truth will always come out anyway. So by lying, you are only buying time and it will probably be worse when it's revealed. My mum always used to say, whatever happens in the dark will always reveal itself in the light. And that couldn't be more true. Lying is like an easy way out. But by being honest, you learn to tackle difficult or uncomfortable situations and grow as a person. You'll feel better about yourself if you're open and honest. Others will be able to trust you. Others will seek your honest advice and opinion. Another reason why it's good to be honest is you won't have to remember and maintain a web of lies. This whole lie malarkey must be hard work. Have you ever told a lie and then forgotten the details about it? (laughs) You see, lies tend to spiral out of control and they have to be maintained. It's incredibly tiring to maintain your lies. And unless you want to carry some sort of notebook around with you in which you've written down all of the different fibs associated to that original lie, you will have a really hard time keeping track of it all. I've done it and it's been done to me. Now, I'm the queen of pretending and say going along with something. So when someone forgets a lie that they've told me or they forget that they haven't told me something, I just act like I knew that already. I'm just like, oh, yeah, yeah, I knew that. When really in my head, I'm thinking, you never ever told me that or that's not what you said to me before. (laughs) So you see, listeners, if you stick with the truth, it doesn't matter how often you're asked about that subject. You'll always respond the same way because you're being honest. Another reason to be honest is no matter how badly you think someone will react when you tell them something, you can be rest assured that they will be a thousand times more upset if, or actually rather when, they find out that you lied to them. What I find sad is also, listeners, there are couples out there that have stayed together for years in a loveless marriages because neither party have the guts to be honest about the situation. They've wasted their time when they could have spent time being happier, either alone or with someone else 20 years younger or even 20 years older, you never know, or just living a completely different life. Remember, life is too short, listeners, to live a life you're not happy in. You have to start being honest with each other. Having honest intentions also gains respect of others. Think of all those powerful people out there who have been open and honest. They are the ones that you want to be influenced by, not the others. So why do we lie? The opposite of honesty 
is deception or lying. Lying is equally bad whether you are deceiving others or yourself. When you lie, you delude yourself into believing what you're saying. The reason why most people lie from time to time is to avoid or cover up difficult situations. We're constantly bombarded by lies and misdirection from people we're supposed to look up to. Our world is filled with lies, it's sickening. And it's possible that with society's expectations, it's kind of forced some people to be something that they're not and live a fake life. I personally believe the worst type of lie we practice is when we lie to ourselves. We start messing around with our concept of reality, cognitive dissonance, also known as, you know, what's right and what's wrong. Fooling yourself can have devastating consequences, especially in your life, in your relationships, in your career, friendships and your identity. So listen, I just want you to think for a minute. Could you actually be living a lie? Living a life you don't recognise is to act or do things you really wouldn't or don't want to do. These are things that often make you feel uncomfortable or portray yourself in disguise. Some examples of living a lie is that you find yourself overriding your morals to suit others. It's so easy in this world to go along with things. It's probably, for some, easier than not to follow through with things that you've agreed to but you don't necessarily agree with, even when you know it's wrong. The second thing is, you do what society wants. Are you always concerned and bothered about what others think of you and live your life for them? Is what you want out of life taking a back seat to what's popular or what's trendy and you're just falling into peer pressure? Or maybe you're just feeling sad. One sign that you're not living the true life is your predisposition to sadness. You see, listeners, you will never feel fulfilled or content and will try and hide it because it's not a part of the facade you've created. But since you're not really happy about the life you've created, you'll remain sad anyway. Now, most people who fit into your plan will not notice your sadness. But the real ones, the ones who are closest to you, in reality, will notice. Another one is loss of identity. Who are you? Do you really know who you are? Have you taken the time to really know who you are? And this comes with wisdom and sometimes age. Who you are is not dependent on others or your career or what you do or how you were brought up. Who do you really think you are? The first exercise we have today is just to be honest with yourself. Take a few minutes, pause this podcast or come back to it later. I want you to be honest about your thoughts, your words, your actions and your wants. Think about the way you are currently living your life. Is it aligned with this? Are you being true in your relationship? In your career, are you really doing what you truly want to be doing? Your hobbies, are they your own? The friends you keep and the circle, are they really good for you? Listen, you need to start being true to yourself. If those people around you love and respect you, then they will understand that you have to do what you have to do to be happy. So some tips to start living an honest life. Tip one, acknowledge both the good and bad in your life. Stop ignoring the problems in your life and turning a blind eye to your problems and just the bad stuff in your life rather than confronting them face to face. And you see, that's how we start to delude ourselves. Tip two, learn to admit when you're wrong. (laughs) Now, this is a big one that would take serious practice and for some serious practice because, you know, it's painful. But in order to be honest with ourselves, you have to admit when you're wrong. Only a person who admits their mistakes can learn from them and correct them but someone who ignores their mistakes is setting themselves up to repeat them in the future. Tip three, 
get yourself a real honest friend. Get yourself a Janine. Now, when I'm talking about an honest friend or a Janine, I'm talking about a constructive one, not one who wants to point out every failure or everything you've ever done wrong in your life at every moment they can get. You see, listeners, to be truly honest with yourselves, you need an outside perspective. And the truth isn't always something you want to hear, but you appreciate anyone who's willing to tell it. And yes, sure, the Janines of this world, their deliveries aren't always on the sweet side, but you will know that nothing that leaves their mouth is a lie. And underneath all of that bluntness is so much truth. And really, listeners, that should be at the top of your list of qualities that you cherish in any of your friends. And I'm always grateful for the feedback and the honesty that I received growing up because I do think, what would I have done? And if you haven't got a friend, then get a completely outside, unbiased perspective from someone who isn't a part of your daily life, such as a therapist or a counsellor or a coach who can also provide tremendous new insights that can lead to more self-discovery. Tip four, don't ignore your feelings. Emotions are there for a reason. We all experience them and they play an important role in how we understand ourselves. They give us signals and guide us. And while sometimes emotions can be misleading, they can also be very revealing. Tip five, reflect often. Every night, listeners, when you go to bed, I want you to spend less than 10 minutes just to reflect on your day and be honest with yourself, but don't be too overly critical or judgmental. What could you have done to improve? What have you done today? And the last tip, you have to forgive yourself. One of the reasons why people lie to themselves and others is to escape the consequences of their wrongdoing or their failings of living up to the responsibilities. But to be able to move forward from the past misdeeds, say, you must first forgive yourself. Final words. Listeners, the worst truth is better than the best lie. As humans, we are hardwired to create a perfect impression of ourselves, even when things are not right. Being honest with yourself is key to living life to the full. It has a positive impact on not just you, but those around you. But yes, honesty does take practice. It's something we need to practice on a daily basis. We don't just become Virgin Mary overnight. It takes constant self-awareness from reflection and real difficult conversations. Being honest with ourselves can be painful, but ultimately highly rewarding. You see, lying always comes with a price, whilst the truth is invaluable. Thank you, listeners. Thank you for listening to the Change in Lanes podcast. We will be back every other Monday. So please subscribe to our Spotify, SoundCloud or iTunes accounts. Please leave comments and email us directly with any challenges that you may be going through at info at roadtochangecoaching.com. If you've been touched by any of the topics discussed, we have included a list of resources for you to contact directly. Have a great few weeks and start making those changes in your life.